Sure, I don't mind going first because I'm looking at your picks here. I mean, I love Brock, but no. That's the story they're telling. It's it's all Cody. And I know you can't not pit Be pick Becky, but that's going to be your downfall this time. This isn't even a match. This Night of Champions. I'm going to walk in with the championship. I'm walking out with the championship. Even if it's a tie, you're too high with that tiebreaker. 23 and a half minutes. No. Come on. Give me my title. You sure about that? You sure about that? That's why? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. And this episode, the exciting follow-up to last weekend's triple threat of shows, Night of Champions, NXT Battlegrounds, and AEW's Double or Nothing. Don't we, Rich? Absolutely. Big weekend last week, and bad on you, NXT, for putting on the show at the same time as AEW. You threw off my whole week. Unbelievable. And and as we saw, congratulations are in order. Jer, you are the basement champ once again by guessing a time better than I did. Congratulations. Thank you, Rich Derez. I realized, I realized that night of champions that I'm not above having to guess the better time. I'm just like you, Rich Derez. I just want to win. It was close. That, bro, like, the, the official time? Mm -hmm. Do you have the official time? Because I can tell you. 20 minutes and, wait, no, sorry. 26 minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah, when I saw that, I laughed so hard. Because if you listened to your promo last week, as everybody else did uh, at the beginning of the podcast, like, you were so damn sure. <laughs> And just in the way with that time, really, like, and that's what it was that, like, you were right about the Becky, like that, mm -hmm. and that just, like, oh, Cody's got to finish the story, brother. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take into consideration that they'd want to go, they'd, they'd want a rubber match between Brock and Cody. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have ultimately uh, guessed against Brock. That's what it came down to. It's one of the old adages: when it counts, you gotta go with Brock, mm. especially when it counts, because then, you know, it's gotta be one of those. What do I gotta lose? Because the other one picked the same thing. But here, that's where I was like, I don't know, man. You know, after what happened, and I gotta say, um. Now's a great time to go straight into it. So, since the actual graphic is up, we can continue uh, talking mm -hmm. about this match. Uh, what, what do you, what were your impressions, uh, expectations versus what you got? Um, are you happy with the result? And what do you think is next for both guys? And we'll go with that format for the rest of the show. Okay. Uh, SummerSlam. 
um, is my guess. I think the, they will probably skip Money in the Bank. Um, I feel like Brock Cody 3 is a SummerSlam kind of thing. Maybe they'll do Money in the Bank. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I've been wrong before. So uh, We've all we'll been see. wrong before, Rich. There is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We do a lot of wrong. But we guess a lot of right also. Um, so we'll see when they have the third match. But it, they're obviously going to have the third match. Cody said it. Cody called them out on Raw this week. So uh, as far as the match itself, obviously it didn't necessarily deliver the result that I ex- predicted. It was probably the result I should have expected given the arm injury they were working. But uh, I thought the match, you know, obviously the match was very good. They they put together a good match. I don't know who produced it and it doesn't matter. I'm not going to look it up. But they told the right story. The arm was the story. Basically, the story, in addition to just the arm being the story, was that Cody's heart is stronger than Cody's body. Cody Luger with the heart of a Rhodes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I don't know, dude. Uh, look, it's if you have like a decent match for Brock for Brock Lesnar uh, or Brock Lesnar as he's actually called, which is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, SummerSlam is a great place for him to showcase. I can't think of anyone else for him to go against there. Uh, Gunter would be for me a WrestleMania wish list type thing, but I'll take it whenever I can get it. Uh, Cody keeps saying these things and is going to get him hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Brock coming back and uh, costing Cody something, be it a money in the bank qualifier. Um, is he in that? Are they did they announce that yet? I don't even know. Because uh, I know. They They've had like Montez Ford and LA Knight duke yeah. it out for a spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen Cody announced as in a qualifier yet. Okay. As and like he might not even be able to mm-hmm. because of his arm, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So it is broken. So that money in the bank uh, wish list of mine might not be coming because mm-hmm. I ideally I would think Cody wins money in the bank. And when SmackDown is at the Garden, uh, he and, and I think like June or July or something. I don't remember what we said. Mm-hmm. To have him cash in on Roman there. But there's a lot of rumors going on that they're trying to like do this again at WrestleMania 41. Uh, instead, uh, a lot LA Knight being floated as a favorite to win the Money in the Bank with the uh, reactions he's been getting. And they were booing Montez Ford. Mm -hmm. So that says a lot. I think it's early to call LA Knight a favorite to win Money in the Bank without knowing that Cody is not in it yet. Right. Uh, We're about, from what I was told on SmackDown, a month and a day, well, a month, from money in the bank mm-hmm. another saturday another attack uh personally uh from uh the wwe uh they've come after the basement bookers podcast knowing full well 
this Saturday stuff is out of control. But nonetheless, I did enjoy Brock versus Cody. Um, I really don't know what Cody does outside of being in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Let's see what happens there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Sorry. At the same time, the whole having a golden ticket, which is what the Money in the Bank ladder match is, doesn't feel Rhodes like to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I agree. It's about working for what you will eventually earn, taking all the proper steps rather than money in the bank, which could be considered a shortcut, even though the contract itself is earned, unless you're doing it the John Cena way, AKA the stupid way and letting your opponent know we can advance that you're going to cash in when and where, then it's a shortcut. You're taking advantage of an opponent that is knocked out or has just wrestled a match, which we're going to get to later or is or, mentally incompetent. Right. Which also will factor in later. <laughs> oh, not so much them. They surround themselves with mentally incompetent people. And yeah. I'm talking about smart Mark Sterling, by the way. He's not, he's incompetent. Or at least maybe not so smart. Yeah. Um, we did mention uh, gold. So I think we should talk about more gold. And that is the inaugural World Heavyweight Champion. Let's use our magical Book of Earth's powers and uh, swap on over to Seth Rollins uh, defeating AJ Styles for the Seth Rollins Please Don't Go Championship. <laughs> so, uh, look, it's one of these... I didn't even think about it as a championship match. I thought of it as... Okay, so Seth Rollins and AJ Styles are going to put on a beggar of a match, and they're going to hand Seth Rollins' championship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened. I think everybody could be happy with it. If you thought AJ Styles was going to beat Seth Rollins here, you weren't paying attention very well. It's wishful thinking. Um, there's just too much ego involved here. You know, Seth Rollins is Triple H's guy. It's just period, the end. He's NXT grown. It's not where he started, but it's where he was polished. Hey-oh. Okay? Yeah, 100%. Um, you're right. If you didn't think it was going to be Seth, if you thought AJ was going to win, you have not been paying attention. The whole is it, it ends up being like a six-part sit-down interview with Seth, right? Yeah, and barely anything with AJ. Right. And so there's also the fact of AJ's a SmackDown guy, and this is a Raw title. He would just be on SmackDown. He would just be on Raw. I don't know why that's hard. Because he would he go with a belt drafted goes. to SmackDown. I know, but things change. And the Raw Women's title belongs on Raw, but it's on SmackDown. And vice versa. I know. Uh, you know what? This may not be the first time we've mentioned this. Right. But I can it's see that it no longer bothers you. 
No, it no longer no. befuddles Rich Riz. It no longer befuddles me. It annoys me. <laughs> it, 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 it's at that level. We're getting there. Uh, yeah, you know, I think you should let it go, uh, personally, I think, because it's driving me crazy. Just have him swap. And that strategy of... You didn't like that either. It It's still... Do something. They need to do something. All right, here's what we'll do. Okay. First of all, I need to make some breaking news here. All right. It's time for Booker, basement bookers, listeners who have deep lore. Rich Riz and I were supposed to challenge for tag team championships, and that fell through. And I finally right. was able to found out. That's right. Found out. That's how you do it now. What occurred? And it turns out. That at because of the fact that both of us have held basement championship gold, we can't challenge for any WWE championships. Okay. That's the deal we have for being able to have a championship on our show that's actually recognized. So we're we don't qualify for those. We're not basically like we've got our own below 205 life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm sorry guys but i will not be the new universal heavyweight champion anytime soon so i know know you're rooting for me you know what that means then they can't challenge for the basement championship that and we don't have to worry about the tribal chief adding the basement championship to his collection thankfully but that means we can challenge for the AEW tag titles. That's right, because there isn't a basement championship AEW division. Correct. Let's wait until FTR drops them. I All right. FTR. Yeah, okay. Listen, you know what? Let's let's wait. You know, I when one half of them is Danhausen, then I think we got a shot. What and that's other, barely a shot. What if the other half is out of his punk? mind? I think what? we can take him. Depends. Is he jumping over the top rope and breaking his foot again? Uh, hope not. I don't want that to happen. Ankle lock. Um, I'll just double leg him. Mm-hmm. You know, at, yeah, bro. I'll double leg him. I'll get his back, bro. We'll go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, he won't even know what happened. Oh. I heard Kenta. Kenta heard you say that. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm on your side. He stole it from you. It's it's yours. We all know this. Um, it's. I hope you're on the first episode of Collision. And it's you, your fists, your knee, whatever body part you wish to use. Pro- probably knee because you're going to be like, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you got to do, you have the blessing of uh, these guys. So this was a great match. Uh, as far as the future, uh, for Seth, he's got a match against Damian Priest. He put out an open challenge on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, so he'll he'll defend there. It looks like he's just got a thing with Judgment Day. Uh, and I think somehow, some way, the streams are going to cross for Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch in this 
Becky Lynch. I mean, Rhea at one point watching Becky Lynch on a t on the telly. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, she's in the Judgment Day. Seth Rollins and Becky are married, obviously. So I don't know how else you counter that, but Becky's still with Trish Gratis and Zoe Switch over there. <laughs> um, I guess we can go to that match next. Sure. I wish I knew the rest of the song. Did you see that that one screen cap they got when um, Becky had Trish up in the corner? Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I think the Saudi Saudis uh, learned something new about cam camels that day. Camel anatomy. Yeah, I gotta use all that, don't I? Yep. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> I, we can always uh, pickify you. It's fine. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, like we were talking about. Uh, so, uh, this was, of course, the first uh, blow in the match between the two of us. Uh, Becky Lynch let me down, but it wasn't really her fault. Uh, well, I guess it is her fault, but Zoe Stark injected herself into the situation. Uh, Zoe Stark working with Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch on what her third week on the main roster. So kudos mm -hmm. to you. Love a good success story. Um, Rich, uh, expectations of the match versus reality of the match. And what do you think is next here? It pretty much went exactly as I thought it would, except it was uh, Zoe Switch, as you call her, as opposed to Lita, uh, which I think is a big rub for Zoe. Um, and it goes back to what I said when she made her main roster debut in that she looks really comfortable out there, much more comfortable than some than like some other NXT talent that have come up in the past. So I don't know if it's PC or if it's Zoe specifically that the it's a formula for success. That that level of comfort in your first time out on the main roster in front of the tens of thousands in attendance and millions watching at home. So that that's good on her. That's good on the coaches at the PC. Uh, obviously doing a great job there. Um. Like I said, good match. It, other than, you know, if we swap Lita for Be for Zoe Switch, exactly as I expected. And hopefully not a broken nose for Becky. I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah, I think it was. it's one of those that looks worse than it is, but mm -hmm. good for her mm -hmm. that she could use that, I guess. And mm -hmm. she's apparently not concerned with that rule about not having your bloody photo uh, on social media. Right. So, what are they going to do? Which I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's levels to this. Yeah. So, let the record show that Rich Riz has changed his stance on Zoe Stark. He, you were, he was not always on board. Well, I'm still not you a fan of all the character. Change. I'm still not a fan of the character, but I do appreciate how the person portraying the character is handling herself on the on the main roster so far. What? What do you mean? Her character is right there. Just listen to the song. What you see is what you get. Oh, I never listened that closely. Yeah, because it's like, I think it might be the same 
person that does shotsies. Dissimilar. Welcome to the ball pit. Yeah, that voice person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you mean vocalist? Right. Yes. <laughs> that person, person with a voice. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been anybody that's not mute. <laughs> right. Um, well, in regards to my opinion, uh, what my expectation and reality was, uh, expected it to be what it was, and that's what it was. And I know it must sound like it is what it is because that's kind of what it is, but I don't know how else to perfectly express how I'm feeling right now. I appreciate Trish Stratus wearing her the outfit to look like the one she wrestled uh, Lita in, and her when she, like she was in her prime. This is a face mask Trish Stratus. She had that on when she had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch doing like a little Kill Bill thing again. Uh, that was cool. Uh, I well, obviously my expectation was that Becky would win, which is you know what not what happened. But I guess if it's progression, and I still have Trish Gratis every week on Monday Night Raw. Thank you, Trish. And Becky's actually involved in something. Then okay, great, that works for me. Let's see where this goes. So, shock of shocks here. Um, Bianca Cena uh, did not. It was not. KOD face into the mat. As a matter of fact, of course, this will be my expectations versus what happened uh, and what's next. This way, I could just hand it off this time. Uh, It's going to be... I did not expect Bianca to lose, obviously. Nobody here thought that this would happen. The last time we threw our lot in with Asuka, she let us down. And then we decided to flip it. And then what'd she do? She sat down, flipped it, and reversed it while she worked it, okay? She worked us. And how she did that? First, the mist. Mist. But then, Asuka on the outside, out of the view of anything, she does something that I'm not sure has ever happened. She, like, you put her, got the mist on her fingers, and then Bianca gets her up for the KOD, while up there, Asuka puts her hands, in, her fingers in the eyes, which I would argue is worse than the mist. Direct contact with the actual liquid as opposed to the mistiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a scientist. So, and when that happened, I was, I tried to get one up for the Basement Bookers podcast reels, but the WWE copyright guy is a DIC Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was, you know, cause I'm always on her team and I was super shocked. What's next? She attacked Asuka from behind after the, uh, Grayson Waller effect hashtag, let everybody do a promo on each other. Hashtag, um, poor Shati, the only one who had to talk over her own music, you know, for only for Lacey Evans at 126th Barrett's attempt to just cut her off, and she gets her full thing. Whatever. Um, but sticking to this, Bianca Belair attacks Asuka. We could be getting uh, NXT Bianca Belair coming. Uh, there's a backstage interview with her that I didn't see. Uh, it was on, like, a extra or whatever. She wasn't too... Not, she was none too pleased. Um, as a matter of fact, 
So the claps are back. Yeah, that's a basically a PG version of F A F O. Um so you see, Oscar's definitely gonna have to be worried, but she's still dangerous. She's also gotta worry about EO Sky, Asuka. Mm-hmm. They were really going at each other. Uh, not nice things were said. This it's not very PJ. Okay. Basically, EO Sky was called Asuka the B word. Mm. And <laughs> Asuka was calling her stupid. I remember that. She used yeah. that word before. Yeah. So it's it's like she's saying the B word and she's saying stupid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was looking at the qualifiers, right, for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Right. And it's one of those things where it's it's not going to go. It's going to go where you think it's going to go. Bailey's opponent is SOL. Okay. EO Sky's opponent is SOL. Mm-hmm. Unless they do something where one of them doesn't get their spot because maybe one of them didn't help out in time or something like that. Maybe the like between EO and Bailey, because she said no matter what, a member of Damage Control is going to walk out with the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Which could mean anything. What if there's a new Damage Control member among the participants and you find out after? That would be an interesting swerve. I have the, uh, not so much the bracket, but I have the list what of they showed qualifiers here. All right. So, according to Wikipedia here, Zelina Vega is already in. We saw that on SmackDown. Uh, qualifying matches to come are Natalia versus Zoe Stark. Zoe Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville. Maybe. Maybe. Because Chelsea Green. Trish Stratus, Zoe Stark. Right. Uh, Mia Yim versus Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. And Shotzi versus EO Sky. <sighs> I don't want to say it because it's, we all know. It's got to be EO Sky. Unless Bailey and EO, we don't know. Maybe, you know. Maybe none of them, you know, we don't know, but I re- it doesn't seem likely that they'll keep either of them out of it, yeah, especially I, EO. I think the way the storyline is progressing is they're both going to be in the money in the bank. Uh, Bailey will probably prevent EO from getting the briefcase, and then and neither of them will end up with it. What if EO Sky wins and she cashes in on Asuka or whoever wins the title match that they'll probably have? For the Raw Women's Championship on SmackDown. <laughs> like, could they just make the champions exempt from being drafted next time? That would just be easier. No, sorry. Um, it's got to be everybody or nobody. And then it won't matter in two months. So, which, you know, AJ Styles is showing up on uh, Monday Night Raw over there, you know? Yeah. All right. You on the Bianca. Now your expectations, what you got, uh, what happened. Um, so obviously we were both of us wrong on this one. I don't recall. Yes, I mentioned that. Okay. 
Um, we were both wrong on this, but I think the outcome was better than we expected. Uh, smart finish. I liked it. You know, spitting the mist onto her hand and then gouging the eyes to get out of the uh, the KOD. And as I've been hoping for, we are seeing some character development from Bianca Belair, which, well documented, I've said she's needed this for a while, so win. Thank you. It really was a foregone conclusion that we would have a good show and that our man Gunta. He uh, did what he said he was going to do. Actually, he did what we said he was going to do. I don't want to put words in his mouth. It's, I guess it's implied that you're going to do those things. Uh, he didn't let us down. Uh, expectations is what I got. And what's next? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, maybe Riddle. Mm. Could be. Ali, as we saw, is doing something on NXT now with Joe Gacy, it looks like. Uh, all he did was look at a match and like go in there mm -hmm. and yeah, I think he might be staking his claim. Uh, he's like, um, you know, Wesley is at NXT. He's like, uh, like a Goku character and he wants to fight everybody. He wants to test his wrestling against everyone. He wants to defend his championship against everyone. So I think uh, Mustafa Ali over here is going to do the old Apollo Crews uh, teaching tour over in NXT. So he's going to wrestle for the North American Championship. Then he's going to go heel probably and then go after Carmelo Hayes after Corbin's done uh, doing the honors for Hayes to get Hayes over a little bit more. By the way, I don't like that. This guy went from getting jobbed out by Grimes, which that's no, not I'm not I'm not crapping on him. Mm -hmm. Like he got squashed and then he comes and he sticks the NXT champion. The math doesn't work. You could argue that he did wrestle a match. I believe he wrestled Noam Dar. So that's not exactly, you know, he's not exactly fresh. And Corbin. He may be on a losing streak, but he's not on a sneaking up on people losing streak. You know, he can get you because he did that to Grimes, who was pissed. Mm -hmm. That's why he requested the next time, you know, Corbin's around, he wants a match. To which Pierce told us that Corbin's free agency, he's going to be on NXT. So who knows? You know, we might see Grimes back on NXT after Corbin, but I don't know because Grimes said that uh, he knows Mello's going to handle that, so maybe he knows Mello's going to handle that, but maybe he might help his friend. Two things after listening to you, and this is not a knock on you or your explanation, but this seems a lot more complicated than it really needs to be. Well, um, that was, yeah. <laughs> and secondly, Mello doesn't need a rub from Corbin? I don't think anyone uh, needs a rub from Corbin at this point, you know, ever. I can't like, speak for everyone. Mello is understood to be top tier in NXT now. 
and like he has been for a while since he held the North American Championship as long as he did. I feel. Uh, I don't think they, I don't think he he needs to prove anything. Maybe they wanted to give him, uh, act, uh, you know, a little, an extra guy, to beat, a guy who's wrestled against Seth Rollins. He's wrestled against retired Kurt Angle. Uh. A lot of matches that we don't want to remember, but they mean something. Dang it. Uh, they happened. They serve a storyline purpose. They have to, or else they stolen time from us. It has to mean something. Yeah, stolen time. Yes, uh, all these things. Col Baron Corbin does have all these accolades. They should tell us about him more and remind us, honestly. Uh, he's not even a baron. He's not an actual baron. It's his name. It's weird. Yeah. All right, so we'll give this match the same a lot of time that it was given on the show proper. at 69 plus one seconds. Uh, Rhea Ripley pins Natalia on her birthday. Happy birthday, girl. It's quite a birthday present getting folded up by Rhea Ripley. Yep, I'll uh, put that on your wish list there. March 8th. Next up. Okay, so for the main event of all evenings, uh, this also was the final blow. And taking down the colossal reign that is Rich DeRiz as the basement champion. Uh, he had a good run. But alas, time ran out. Anyway, we've got ourselves here. A tag team match to end all uh, tag team matches. I wouldn't say in the sense of wrestling. I would say yes to both. Uh, expectation. Everyone gets to show up for the match. What I got. Everybody showed up for the match. Sami Zayn might as well have been Hulk Hogan out there. You know, he was speaking the language to the people. He was he looked like a like a holy man. You know what I mean? Like a man who's had I got to say I was jealous because everything has happened that he, he's worked hard for. Uh, I recommend listening to his After the Bell episode. He says some really wise things that are good for life and professional wrestling. I think if Sami Zayn did, he could do a better podcast about the art of wrestling than Colt Cabana. Hmm. I think if you get Sami Zayn... And Corey Graves, you know, maybe Kevin Owens, but I don't know if he's a podcast guy. And they could just break down the matches and, like, the psychology and, like, why this and why that. Sami Zayn, what he's talking about, the honorary oos, it's very good stuff. Because he's talking, because they were talking about how, like, it's this it's the, it's it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the WWE. 
mm-hmm. because you you already have Thor and Iron Man, you know, you know, your John Cena's because this came from a conversation about how, you know, when you get to NXT, they tell you, oh, if you don't want to be the next John Cena, then you don't belong here or some such. But I listened to it and he's like, when he heard that, he was like, that's crazy. Because I'm not John Cena, which is like a once, you know, a lifetime. That's not what he said, but what I'm thinking, then that's it. Every nothing else matters. What what kind of thinking is that? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Because like Graves was saying, it's like you still have Ant Man. You know, the Avengers are already set, but Ant Man makes millions of dollars in movies too. You know what I mean? There's other heroes that could just come up. You know, he even refers to Roman Reigns as Thanos. If I may. So, yeah. Just because a supporting character may not get to a specific milestone in their career doesn't mean that supporting character isn't necessarily someone's favorite. Right? Well, that's how it is for TV. Most Mm -hmm. times the supporting character, your Kramers, uh, for the olds out there, (laughs) Uh, I don't know who the guy is now, uh, but, you know, Kramer, he's like the neighbor. He's a wacky neighbor to Jerry Seinfeld's character across the hallway. And he told he said some crazy stuff in a stand up thing. He was like he was a really funny guy. A little bit racist, Mm -hmm. but he was a funny guy. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I think he's hanging out with Hulk Hogan right now. Brother. There's a big difference. Like Hogan wasn't on stage. Just no. true. You know okay. what I mean? That's like good point. Good point. Had, but that doesn't mean they didn't become buddies afterwards. He had he had the temerity. I don't. That's not the word. I don't know the word. I don't know what it means. Okay, but he was sneaky about it. Like he mm. was just in a room. He thought by himself with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was doing it in the dark. Kramer was out there just like dropping bombs, like. You Who's know to say I mean? there wasn't yeah. some chemical influence? We don't know, but this is right. about wrestling. So, yes. So, there's places for that. And I think that's a good thing. You know, I think a lot of people, myself included, you feel like, you know, you're, you're, in, the, you're in a movie, but it's not your movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you kind of, you could make it your movie as good as you want it. I guess I don't know. I can't talk like a guy who practices what he preaches. But <laughs> if you're a person that's like, you know, you're not Roman Reigns, man. You're whoever you are. So whatever that is, that's in there, that's great. Just like figure that out, which is way easier said than done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you go, and you could do a Sami Zayn. You know, you could do what you, you know, you could be the first of you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not everybody could do a jackass match at WrestleMania. And most of the people enjoy it outside of the stodgy old, you know, they're saying wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And especially not, and not just anyone can go from WrestleMania 38 versus Johnny Knoxville in whatever the match was it was it was uh it was a comedy match to the main event of well it wasn't the main event of WrestleMania this year but 
I mean, he's he was. There. The tag team match main event at WrestleMania night one. You're right. You're right. There you you go. (laughs) There you go. I didn't remember. Yeah. Well, you know, but he's had, he was saying how he's had all these moments, Mm -hmm. Royal rumble, uh, you know, uh, the WrestleMania, there's all these different moments that he's had because of this. The past two years in particular have been spectacular for Sammy. Yes. Yes. Um, so great match for all right. We can't just this is a long boy. The but, storytelling. Yeah, we gotta talk about that because mm-hmm. I know this episode's a long boy. I th- I appreciate everybody for, for sticking around, sticking with us here. But little hack here. If you ever want, you can always speed us up a little bit with the <laughs> settings. And the thing, it actually works out pretty good. So I don't speed up here, so it's not going to be too fast for you guys. So if you want to like, you know, okay. So anyway, the match was going fine. Or so they thought. Because here come the Usos. There was a ref bump, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yep. Rich, I want to give you the privilege. Because I feel like you're getting all like, you know, excited. I've talked so much, and I just need to hear your perspective on this. Okay, this where you lost your championship is very important for you to, you know, break down how you felt here, the storyline, what happened with the Usos here, and just uh, how hard it was for us. You know, just people just don't get it. You know. I mean, the, the, the island is the island is hurting right now. The island is hurting. I haven't been so, back, so it's hurting. I have. I mean, as, as you could see, we still have gorgeous weather, but the inner turmoil on the island. All right. So, as far as what happened during the match, the course of events, uh, Sami Zayn dodges a Roman Reigns spear, and Roman hits the ref. That's the ref bump. When that happens, the Usos come out and attack Kevin Owens on the outside as he's setting up to put Roman through the announce desk. So obviously, they seemingly had intentions to help Roman and Solo. I fully believe that. From what I've heard here on the island, that is what I believe. Um, They buried uh, Kevin Owens under the announce desk. I used too many days in there. I had to figure that out there. Um, and then they turn the, their attention to Sammy, who ducks a pair of super kicks, and those super kicks connect with Solo. This is where whatever plan the Usos had, which they obviously did not run by their tribal chief, where that plan gets turned on its head. Roman sees what happens. Maybe he didn't know that Sammy ducked. Maybe all he saw was the pair of super kicks and is like, what are you doing, guys? And but he, he gets... did tell them mm-hmm. not to come. Right. And they Roman's... came anyway. The tribal chief's plan did not include the Usos, which means if you're listening to the tribal chief and you're the Usos, you stay where you are. They didn't do that. So he... 
gets in their faces and snuffs them. First he shoved Jimmy, then he shoves Jay. This prompts Jimmy to hit Roman, his tribal chief, with a super kick. Jimmy and Jay get into a shouting match because Jay is torn. Jay is loyal to the bloodline, but that's his twin. He's like, what are you doing, you know? Jimmy tells Jay he's doing what Jay should have done a long time ago. And hits another super kick on Roman. These two were obviously out of their mind. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe he could have claimed temporary insanity. I don't know. From what we saw on SmackDown, that looks like it is not going to fly. It seems to have, he seems to have doubled down, uh, if anything. Yes. Jimmy has. Jimmy tells Jay, it's just them now. It's just us now, just the Usos. Just and they leave. But Jay is reluctant. Jay, Jay's like, Jay, Jay's apologizing to Joe, his tribal chief, by his his American name. <laughs> American name. Yeah. Kevin Owens back back in the match hits a stunner on Solo. Sammy follows up with a huluva kick to retain. Roman's out on the floor like. This just happened. Right. I didn't get what I wanted. You know, for a guy who always gets what he wants, this is not a good thing. Turmoil. I'm glad they can't hear me right now. Uh, look, um, I've spoken to Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I am now a champion, um, I might be able to come back. Um, I don't know if I want to. Um, right now I'm on a quest. Uh, you know, I got to find, I got to find the real basement Jerry, you know, and I don't think I'm ready for that. So me and the championship, we're just going to stay where we are. And, uh, that's that, uh, in regards, uh, to this, uh, Friday night, this happened. Okay. So let's set the scene. So the Usos were not supposed to their travel was to have been canceled there was a whole uh thing with him and pierce mm. and basic and pierce was like all right and then he's like call roman reigns there was other stuff before that but we're here we here now mm. so as you can see uh jay and jimmy and jay has just come in jimmy in a power uh position here uh I'm not even worried about. Look at Marlene. I'm here. And then Jay's like, I'm really nervous here. Uh, you know, main event Jay, um, Oscar Jay uh, over there. Mm-hmm. They, Paul E with the belts. The now, uh, I guess they go to Joe's house. And, you know, we'll talk about the belt afterwards. So let's see if we could play a little bit of this. Please, WWE. Just we're transforming content here. Now he's locked eyes with the tribal chief. And you can see in the corner, Jay, he's like right straight into it, like laser focused. Like, dude, what? He's invested. Mm-hmm. So, it's almost like an eternity. Like, what now? There goes uh, Solo, who's, I, I don't know. What do you think? It's like, 
I don't know what's going on here, but I'm just going to watch intently, see how this goes, where I make my move. Yep. Jay pacing. People love Jay and Roman. I mean, we the ones, that's them. Uh, just doing this to transform the content here. Please, please. All right. Kick him in the face. So the tribal chief has requested of Jay to kick his twin brother, Jimmy Uso, in the face, live on television. I'm talking to you, Jay. Confirmation that he is speaking to Jay mm-hmm. to kick Jimmy in the face. Kick him in the face. So after much consternation, the tribal chief gets angry. Kick him in the face and fix this right now. The only one that needs fixing is you. He went in there with some soul. He was like, mm-hmm. you. You. Like he just dropped some truth. You. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Robin's face. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I sense another screen grab. Yeah, it's like, you didn't say that. Tell me you didn't just say that. You're going to screen grab it, right? Yeah. Jimmy, he's like, I, that's the, the J, J, Jimmy's like, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. And Jay's like, shit. He just <laughs> said what he said. It's going <laughs> to be a real issue for us later. See these points, bro? This is what I wanted for you. And you you blew it. Like, you should have let, like, nice that and re- tight like that. So that requires this to actually be longer than the rest. And that gets complicated i don't know i'll talk to them on the island yeah next up here mm. jay can't fix this i'm the one that kicked you in the face remember the kick heard worldwide yeah that was that was me that did that is what the rest of that is you know uh but guys look i apologize i have to do it this way this is the best way okay these people are crazy Okay, and I just want to use this stuff. Hmm. All right, so he goes on to say, listen, I kicked you in the face. Your issue was with me, basically. Oh, my God. Roman, he just got called out. Mm Mm-hmm. You ain't been such of a good brother. Whoa. You know, I wonder if it's like twofold, mm-hmm. like he's not being a good brother. You know what I mean? Like a good brother. Well, I wasn't thinking that, but I I like that it panned out to show both Roman and their brother. Who's not being a good brother. Right. I see two brothers here. Mm-hmm. Not what kind of brother manipulates? What kind of brother betrays? Warner Brothers, probably. They go around that that WB sign just goes around just baseball bats in both hands just spinning hmm. just coming at you. They don't care. It doesn't care. It doesn't have any feelings. It's like a Terminator with baseball bats and swirly arms. You have gone crazy, crazy. I think my chief's gone crazy. This right here. <laughs> This my brother. It's embedded in me to protect him. That's my brother. 
and I'm gonna protect you. And I'm telling you, Solo, after he get done it using you, he's gonna abuse you, manipulate you. All right, so basically he goes down, you know, he, he tells him what's gonna happen, manipulate you, get rid of you. That's what they that's what he does. He did it to Sami Zayn. Well, he doesn't say that, but I say that. Did it to Sami Zayn, to Jay, and now to him, and it could be you. Now, let's, because I forgot to mention, in that awesome video package at the beginning of SmackDown, which, by the way, was really good. Mm -hmm. You should check it out if you didn't. After, when they get to the segment about the bloodline, Jimmy and Jay, nope, there's none of them in there. It's just Solo and Roman. Interestingly so, enough, yeah. Con obviously, the Usos were intentionally left out of that. They they left Daniel Bryan, and they put CM Punk. That's interesting. You didn't notice Punk? I noticed when Punk, but I did not notice Daniel Bryan. Yeah, so in the... So they blatantly showed him getting pinned with Edge on top of him when Roman stacked him. Oh, my God. And when and they it, talk about it, they talk about like he just beat Edge. Yeah. No, <laughs> Wade, Wade Barrett even said Daniel oh, yeah. Bryan and Edge. Oh, nice of Wade Barrett to be like, I don't care what that says. I know what I saw. <laughs> well, they can say Daniel Bryan. They can't say Brandon Dander. Dander, 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 Dander. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. Good catch. Thank you. Let's see what's going on. Let's move up a little bit. Always do. I'm your brother. Solo here. He's thinking real hard here. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna go on their side right now, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see what Roman says. In case we forgot. You wanna know why they're saying Uso? Because of me. See Roman taking credit. He's trying to say it's about it's because of him that he made them relevant, mm -hmm. which is that's taking away from their success. That if doesn't may, sound like something a brother would do. Yeah, if if I may, I just want to look over my shoulder here for a second. That's a little egotistical of him. The Usos had their own hope. They had their own whole legacy going before the bloodline. Yeah. I think it's to show where Roman's at mentally mm -hmm. and how he's how he perceives himself to be. Yep. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. That's why. I'm the tribal chief around here. Yeah, you see me. The tribal <laughs> chief. Uh, I can confirm that I do would see I do indeed see you, mm -hmm. uh, my tribal chief. I see you. We we see you. That's right. This guy's an imposter. You over He's an imposter. You're talking for everybody like you're the leader here. You over here talking for your brother like you don't have a voice. I mean, you kind of do that though, don't you? I think that's like, uh, I don't know. To be fair, we really never heard Solo much before this. We, we've heard him once on main roster. Oh, yeah. I got this. Yeah. Why don't we just hear from Solo who, who he's loyal to, huh? Who he runs with around here. 
Tell him, Moose. So Roman hands him the microphone, trying to be mm-hmm. nice for the audio listeners out there. And then uh, Solo's looking at Roman. Roman's like, yeah, man, he's about to tell you for exactly what I said he's going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, watch this, guys. And see? I don't know what to... What am I supposed to do with this? Am I this supposed is... to... Do I hit somebody with it? This is that's... a new tool that I've just been handed. This... I must figure out how it works. I must use this. Maybe I can find a mate with it. <laughs> so Solo's thoughtful. He's thinking. He's like, I don't know. Uh, maybe? Consternation on the face. Yeah. yeah. I acknowledge you, my tribal chief. That's right, he does. And, and look at Jimmy's face. Like, mm. Come on, man. What are we doing? I just did the whole... We're brothers. I did the thing. I said, I just did a whole thing, and you're not even listening to me. You can see the moment where Solo rips his heart in half. Right there, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I just finished. I told you. I, I did a monologue. Everybody mm-hmm. heard it. We just, all right. But these two right here, they're my brothers. Okay. Oh. So. Listen, I don't want anybody to be confused. The tribal chief has not just been aware of this, made aware of this biological fact. He is, he's mm. in fact known this. Mm-hmm. I know maybe it might look to you like he looks like, well, I'll be damned. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it's like, you do kind of look like Rikishi. <laughs> no? like, and- <laughs> wise man, why did you tell me this before? This is new. <laughs> what? Uh, so, Roman's like, hey, man, come on. Oh, hands him the microphone. Roman's like, this is, this is crazy. Y'all are fooling. Yeah, we're together, Jimmy J, say. Jimmy J, J, Jimmy. Look at this guy in a pink shirt. He's like, ah. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe it. The, bl- the brothers are against the tribal chief. They don't stand a chance here. Mm-hmm. He's all in on the bloodline. Oh my god, that's a great segue for after this. But no, NXT's in the middle. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, 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 hey. So what's it gonna be, Oos? Look, look, look at Jimmy all cocky. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's three of us. One of you. We're gonna we're gonna fix this together. You even Jay. Together? Roman. Like, he just starts wiping his eye. It's almost as if he felt that his eye was spitting. One, Maybe one it was... Get that. Like, that's the feeling. You know, sometimes with stress, if your eye starts twitching? Maybe that's what happened. Roman does that, though. Do you notice that? Mm. Roman does twitch. Like, he does it. With respect... Watch him. Or you just gonna end up on the island of relevancy as a tribal chief all by yourself. <laughs> I have to pause it because I have to, because YouTube's mean to me. Uh, I wanna use this segment. So now he's looking at the wise man like You believe that shit? You believe this guy? After all I've done for him? 
not like that though. I'm sorry. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying this. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just snuffed. Mm-hmm. Tribal chief. See what he does with his nose there? He does that a lot mm. when he's it's mad. Like, and even like when snarl. he's like stuck in a regular like conversation, like I think it happened with Cena when he's cutting a promo on him. You can see he does stuff with his face. You got to pay attention. You can't be super carding. What a tribal Sorry. chief. What a tribal chief is on TV. He does things with his face, Rich Torres. Like, I did that. Jay's were. Are you watching Jay? Yeah, he's freaking out. He's like, mm-hmm. are you insane? <laughs> and I think it's a holy S rigging out across the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> Poor Jay. It's just his family is like falling apart around him because of egos. That's what happens. You know, you have everything together. And a thousand days doing anything in a dominant fashion consistently, mm-hmm. albeit with assist, 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 assistance, but even without assistance, you would still, because you're the tribal chief. So That's right. it still, it would get to be like even the slightest thing. Jay's trying to be the peacemaker here with family. Okay. You just assaulted the tribal chief. You should have started with what we doing, bro. Yeah. You went and got, like, handsy. Mm-hmm. All right. If I were to play tri- chief's advocate, if I were to play Paul Heyman here, um, they showed up when they weren't supposed to. Right. And that's why the tribal chief had to lay down the law at mm-hmm. Night of Champions. Okay? Mm-hmm. That had to be done. Secondly, B. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should have come out with the he should Jimmy should not have gotten physical and expected it just be all good, right? You should have been in there with the intention of look, we acknowledge you, but you got a problem here. But then mm-hmm. Jimmy's getting tired of his family being abused like that. It's supposed to be family. You can't treat family like that. That's the whole, that's the issue here. We're at the inner turmoil. You know, the, the Sami Zayn thing was the zipper coming down. Mm-hmm. And then it's slowly unzipping. It's unraveling right now. We're almost like, ah, snuffed, man. I don't know if I can. You did this in front of everybody. So he's like, be our brother. You know, you're part of the team. We used to assemble office furniture together. We used to do that together. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember that office and the chair and, you know, the wheels? We had to, together, we put them in. Those desks, amazing. F.I. Kia. We bloodline Kia. Yeah. Come on, Oose. Hashtag bloodline Kia. Yes. Let's have respect. That's what, uh, that's interesting there. So Jay's like, Jibby Jay, Jay Jibby, let's do things like we've been doing, but less of you being a real, not a good guy right now. Not mm-hmm. cool. 
yeah, we family, right? You know, he's telling them, he's like, listen, we're family. We're still the ones. Everyone else right? is the twos. Robert's wiping his face. More like Joe annoyed uh, at this point. <laughs> uh, Joe annoyed like at these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like wiping the stupid from his face that was put onto him by Jimmy. With that wiping shove. the snuff off. Yeah, uh, it's almost as a reminder. Like, do you know what you just did to me in front of all these people? There's got to be a receipt for that. Mm-hmm. Although some might argue that this is the receipt, but there's about there gonna be a receipt for that receipt. Yes. Roman's mad. He's got his hands on his face, just wiping it. You know, Jimmy J J Jimmy. They go solo, looking on. Come on, right now he's saying. And Joe's like, I don't, I, I, I don't know, man. I should just. I'm really Joe annoyed at now. Here we go, we hugging. Yeah, oh, uh, and everybody's like, yes, yes, there's peace. Two of us at home were like, yes, there's peace <laughs> in the bloodline. I can't believe this has happened. It's still embracing, trying to transform this. Oh, is the is, is Jay like? Thank God, wise man. Thank God. Yep. Thank God. Thank God. But then. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly move away from. Jay's like, oh, my God, what? His heart dropped. He's like, yeah, but. And Jay's like, damn it, we were so close. Samoan Joe didn't hear me. Boom! Samoan Spike from, uh, you know, Solo. Jay, Jimmy's down. Jay can't believe it. And then, like, for some reason, Solo went savage for a second. It's like, in case you guys forgot, I'm crazy. Mm. I'm oh. he, he just assaulted his brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he, I guess that's what that's for, right? Like a, like a primal thing. It's like, I did what I did. Rich, it looks to me. Uh, like this could be heading towards the bloodline versus Solo Sokoa. I mean, uh, you know, the Usos versus Solo and Roman at Money in the Bank. Well, Roman leaves as Solo surveys. So Roman leaves mm -hmm. and he's at the top of the ramp. And what are we going to do? Paul Heyman says. And then. Roman says, no, he's like, what about Jay? Mm -hmm. Jay will do what he always does. He will fall in line. Or Jay will fall in line. He always does, is the exact quote. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't think he's going to. I think we're going to have this match. Or he does, and this match is to blow off that steam so we could just get back on plan. So, I was interested in what uh, the USA official network named that video, which was Roman Reigns ends the bloodline as we know it, or something like that. Yeah, that's a good that's, that's a good point. So, did Roman end the bloodline, or did Jimmy end it? Well... 
I think it's meant, you know, as we know it, because we've known it as how it is. Jimmy mm-hmm. J, Solo, Roman, together. Right. But what happened here, it's no longer the bloodline as we know it. Because mm-hmm. there was actual physical altercations between Roman and Jimmy. Right, but the whole thing was initiated by Jimmy, not by Roman. It was initiated by Jimmy when he kicked the tribal chief in the face. Right. So Jimmy ended the the bloodline as we know it. But in here, like, they might have spoke they might have spoken too far ahead, I think. We don't know what the results of this is yet, right? Right. There's still a lot of story to tell. Because Roman didn't accept the apology. That's right. what there's I think that might be their mistake. Mm-hmm. Because it did occur technically at Night of Champions because that that's the second time the night the bloodlines changed mm-hmm. forever. Or third, because, well, a lot of times, because additions and subtractions are technically right as we know it, because yeah. it's no longer as we know it, because it's mm-hmm. whatever. We all got that, right? Okay, good. Rich, this has been a long boy. It has been. And I think... I, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to the rest of this Bloodline storyline. I, 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 I can't wait to see how it plays out. Every week... Uh, first of all, yes, I acknowledge the Tribal Chief, and I acknowledge the Bloodline as the most compelling storyline in wrestling right now, period. I acknowledge that that is happening. Uh, all those things is the real world of, you know, and it's kind of hard to compete with when you think about it. Um, and we'll get into that. Let's go. This has been a bit of a long boy, Rich Torres. Yep. And now it's time for the NXT Lightning Round. Here we are for the NXT Battleground Lightning Round. Creed Brothers versus Gallus. We were right on this one, weren't we? The Gallus Boys, still the NXT Tag Team Champions. Gallus Boys on top. Yes, boys. Ijack versus... Dragonoff, who definitely looks like Rich Deriz, uh when he was a young man. Uh, we've we've established this. There, there is a photo of you at, at your high school prom, and we're like, Dragonov or Rich Deriz? <laughs> yeah, it's a I had compliment the long hair to both was... of you. Thank you. A compliment to both of you. Thank you. It's like young you look like a. This whatever age this guy is, and managed not to look old, which is crazy. Good on him too, so, mm-hmm. and good on this match. It was really good. Yep. Uh, what? It, what? What? Hard hitting. Yeah. Uh, the thing I'll say about this, I know it's lightning round, but the fact that they were asking Dragonoff about like, hey, what's you know, how was everything with Dijak? How's it feel now? It's like, what, what all that? You know, wow, where's it was coming from? It's like, yeah, I don't know. He kidnapped and tortured me. It was on TV. Mm-hmm. You all saw it. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, Ilya showed up at Dijak's precinct or whatever that is. So he did, really but he didn't have to, like, I think it's called false imprisonment. Mm. I think that's the technical term. 
Okay. Yeah. We lightning route so fast, we went to the next match and didn't go to the next match and went right back. Y'all get to see that because there was too many good points made and we won't be able to make them again. Um, that's just a fact. That's the basement book of fact. Um, no, Abdar. Um, you know, I'm starting to think that the racial draft from Dave Chappelle happened and uh, black people drafted Noam Dar. Like he he's got he's got the braids. He's got like a crew now, you know, and I always thought like, you know, he's a transformational figure like Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and here we go. You know, mm-hmm. I like his, his his whole thing going. He's got like like before I'm like, what is this guy? And it's like, man, I really like his arc in that he has a personality now, which is cool. Uh, and we know he's got preferences. I mean, Alicia Fox was name dropped for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, my man. And all good right. on him for getting it done all by himself. All by himself. I watched the match. That's right. I watched the match. We watched the match together. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, what could be said about this match that wasn't going to be said? You know, great. Uh, mm-hmm. Right guy won. It's nice that he can still be friends with the world's tallest, hairiest midget. Mm-hmm. The strong boy over there. And, uh, and you know, apparently Joe- strong boy is B-O-I. Yeah. 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 Because that's how you, that's how I say it. Because when I say it, boy, I assume, you know, I mean, B-O-I. Mm-hmm. You know, strong boy, you know. Anyway, uh, it's still a good way to do it. It's it's got it's got its own little branding. It's like, all right, great, good job, man. That's way mm-hmm. cool. Somebody talk to Braun Breaker. Okay. You, you know, you gotta work on your presentation, okay? You know, the, the intensity, the, the the you know, all the things you say that you do that didn't work out this time, but take all of that and, and you package it up. And I'm telling this guy what to do. Like I'm like I'm successful. <laughs> My favorite thing is when people who aren't successful suggest to these mega meat, meaty men who got there somehow, mm-hmm. you know, that we're talking about them. Like, hey, you know what you got to do? Mm-hmm. Ron, let me talk to you for a second. All right, listen. Yeah. I got 20, we, the Basement Bookers podcast, all right, we don't want to brag. We have 28 subscribers, okay? And I think, all right, I think we know, I think we know how to book wrestling and how to how a character should present themselves, okay? That's how it sounds. That's mm-hmm. how it sounds. <laughs> I hate when I get aware of myself. It sucks. <laughs> it's like uh, the game broke, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying as a fan and what I like, so... I like Broad Breaker Cooker. I think Carmelo Hayes is very cool. And I really I'm a I'm still I, I'm still weighing in on Corbin this Corbin thing. I, I, I'm leaning towards I don't like it now. I don't I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you do this if he's on an actual winning streak being a free agent. And then decides he wants to try his luck in NXT, which would have made more sense mm-hmm. because then he's beaten people after you've beaten him and discarded him 
like a wet Pokemon card. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, that ain't right. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, this one was not tough to call at all. Um, Stratton was set for victory from the second, the mat, the bell rung. Uh, Lyra Valkyria is nursing an injury still. Uh, her knee or something still not great. So mm. she was already at a disadvantage. Uh, Tiffany Stratton with the W. Um, I don't know what's next. What's next is the winner of a battle royal. Because they did this whole thing where everybody's just there and fights each other. They beat her up, though. Yeah. I'm very curious as to what their plan is. I feel like if they want to keep her with it, she's going to need a friend or two. You know? Um, I know it's a little cliche, but maybe give her one one heater. You know what I mean? Because, or you could just keep her by herself and she's just really good at cheating. Character-wise, if anything, Cora Jade would be the one, but I feel like um, Cora Jade would be the one to win it off of whoever beats Tiffany Stratton for it, eventually. Yeah, I don't like heels versus heels mm-hmm. when it's you know, I'd rather it not. Right. Um, I, I, I'm not asking for Core J to change character. I'm definitely not asking Tiffany Stratton to change character. She still has to, like, fill this one out. Mm-hmm. I think the, the championship, she's at the point where she's got to ask herself if the championship is making her or if she's going to make the championship. The decision has to be made here. And I think because a lot of the interviews that she does, she wants to be in NXT. Mm -hmm. So that means she's serious about getting better, I think. And that can be explored. Rich the Riz is a mind on a neck, on shoulders. He is a big brain boy, spelled B-O-I, because... Welcome to the very first ever Double or Nothing of Double or Nothing. And Richter Riz will explain. All right. Some matches we're going to talk at a little bit of length out. We'll call those doubles. Some matches we'll mention, say what happened, and move on. We'll call those, no offense, the nothings. This is Double or Nothing on Double or Nothing. And to help you, Rich, with that, it means not that it was nothing. It's that we have nothing of value to add to it. Right. That's what is meant by that. Mm. So nobody gets offended because there's no need to do that. I just did a bit about me advising Broadbreaker. I am very aware of what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so first double will be not the main event, but the second main event, I guess, which is the, uh, four pillars, each other, Mm -hmm. uh, they pillar each other up, um, rich expectations, what you got, what's next. Met my expectations. We knew it was going to be kind of a banger. We knew there was going to be at least a a moment or two. Unfortunately, there were like three or four moments where it was kind of like a spot fest. 
the part where they each had a submission on the other one in the little submission square I could have done without. It's silly. That's a little because... too human centipede for me, brother. Right. Uh, I get what they were going for. It popped the marks. We're marks. I know. It didn't pop us. It, this is kind of the demarcation of it's cool, but it's also not believable. We want to stay on the side of believable. Something that believable. would actually happen. Right. Um, I like the match. I really liked the symmetry of the finish with MJF winning with the headlock takeover. And who took the fall, Rich Derez? Uh, this guy, he wants to be the face of AEW. He even wants, I see a headline here, he wants to plant an AEW flag at the top of Mount Everest. That's right, Rich Derez. He's exactly the guy that we said last week mm -hmm. was going to take the pit. Mm. We were right about it. So, Darby all in. Yeah, he's all in, all right. Uh, all right, cool. Speaking yeah. of all in, congrats to Sammy and Ty on uh, Ty getting pregnant there. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I think Sammy Guevara has what it takes uh, to do this, the most important job any man can do. So sometimes they do things in matches that kind of takes me out of it. It's like the bit, it's one of those where it's like, it's cool to look at when it happens, but then it doesn't make sense in the match. Mm -hmm. And that was where they were doing their mentors, finishing moves on each other. Mm -hmm. Like it was just to do it. You know what I mean? It didn't feel you know what you should have done. You know, let me tell you, as a guy who's never put together a wrestling match outside of the video game, uh, mm -hmm. what you should have done, uh, there should have been more blood. Uh, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Um, chair shots, you know, and why no tables enough table? Why nothing, you know? And what, what, why not more over top rope flippy jam? See, like I said, nothing mm -hmm. to add to that. Uh, you actually kind of nailed it. Um, I'm still not feeling Jungle Boy. Uh, I feel like he's not where I thought he would be after the whole Christian Cage thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think his character hasn't come into his own yet and what i mean by that is i feel like jack perry doesn't necessarily know how to confidently be jack perry turned up to 11 so he can be a top level performer in pro wrestling he doesn't yet. like talking mm -hmm. it's documented right. that he does not like talking mm -hmm. you kind of have to a yeah. little to get to that, you know, because I guess I would say 99% of the time it's the talkers that get further 
in professional wrestling. I agree. I feel like if you're going to connect without having that talking ability, you have to be of, uh, no pun intended, you have to be one of the elite with your in-ring skills. Benoit, for me, Malenko. Uh, I can't even think of anyone else right now off the top of my head. Can Kurt, you imagine? Kurt, Kurt Angle early on. What Can you imagine if Lance Storm could talk? Right. You know what I mean? If Lance Storm could talk, mm-hmm. he'd be he'd be like, he would have been the man. He would have been like multi-time champion. The thing you is, know, the way if Lance, he could just talk. The way and Lance Storm talked was that was his gimmick. I know, but it sucked. Like I'm trying to say, if like yeah. if he had like a good like a superstar, you know, and that's I'm not I'm not don't at Lance Storm on me. Like I said, what the, did you see the Carmelo haste? I did a thing. We did a bit. So in case you, you know, it's like, look, what you need to do, uh, you need to do more headlock takeovers. All right. Uh, you need to do more of this, the test of strength. Mm-hmm. I need more test of strength. Okay. And um, what else? Uh, it, more of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want some of that. All right. I need more of that. Those things. Um, if you were if you're listening, I was doing the hand raisy thing. Yeah. Okay. So that that's what I want. All right. That's what this mark wants. Never put it together a wrestling match or took it a bump or whatever on mm-hmm. purpose. Uh, <laughs> we've all taken bumps falling yep. on our faces. Mm-hmm. Have bumps. Our actual bumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, double or nothing to add. Nothing to add. Good match. All right. Next. Oh, let me just say, because mm-hmm. audio, I keep forgetting. So right. we are, of course, referring to the AEW Women's World Championship. We right. do go again that Jamie Hayter is injured. Mm-hmm. So Tony Storm won. There was some stuff before the bell even rang. Hater's tough. Not enough. So mm-hmm. hopefully she gets rest, and that was nothing to add. Uh, AW World Tag Team Championship match, double or nothing to add? Double, because we have uh, your your favorite get hit with a guitar. Uh, Rich DeRiz, unsurprisingly to everyone, this will be Basement Jair's first as champion Match of the weekend uh, due to the MVP of this match. Uh, put it to you this way. I'm assuming FTR are still the tag team champions. Karen Jarrett taking a guitar to the face, head, and neck of Aubrey Edwards had to be cinema. I felt it in my body. My fingertips was electric. <laughs> I my the hairs on my forearm were stood up. Not right now though, because I'm nervous and, and shy. So you see there that that was the effect that this, the match of the weekend, I'm assuming FTR won. So that is my double on that. 
Uh, yeah. FDR hit the shatter machine to win, by the way. That was that was the, the win. I thought you watched. I did watch, but I'm saying what stood out oh. the most to me. Okay. You know, you, you would assume things. Yeah. Yeah. True. So. You're, I guess you're not looking at my notes or your notes. You don't have no. notes. <laughs> Ask me about notes one more time. <laughs> Ask me about notes. Ah, ah, ah. Me about notes. All right. Don't, don't get so lethal, man. Okay, lethal. All right, all right. Sorry, I get, I get lethal sometimes, guys. I get. <laughs> all right. Um, thank you, Jay Lethal, for doing that for us. Um, Anarchy in the arena, double or nothing. I'm assuming this is a double. It's a That's little a too double. ridiculous not to get into. Mm-hmm. Rich, what had to be? You go ahead. You know what, man? I'm going to let you take lead on this. I feel like. The reason for this double or nothing gimmick is so you could get double on this. Yes. So we have to talk at a little bit of length about Anarchy in the Arena. It had everything we expected. It had things we didn't expect. I did not expect an exploding sneaker. I didn't expect the sneaker to then be ripped off and tossed and then Matt Jackson to be dropped barefoot first onto thumbtacks but then again mox was involved in the match so of course there were going to be thumbtacks uh we had don Callis, we had Takeshita's heel turn what and I after the match <laughs> right uh bcc won and then after the match don Callis chokes out kenny omega with his belt i that's nuclear heat they really don't like that guy. He's like the Dominic Mysterio of AEW. Uh, there's a few things here. So one of the young bucks was eating, was fed thumbtacks. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. I think was that still Matt or was not? That might have been. I mean, uh, yeah, that might have been Nick. I don't remember though. I don't know, but that reminds me of what excites me the most is mm. that finally, when Fight Forever releases, I can play as Nick Jackson. I, I can't believe this has happened to me. And it would be great if uh, Basement Bookers at Gmail, if the AEW could just reach out here, I'll gladly do a review on the game. Like, I really, I, I hear it's like a successor to No Mercy. One of the best, one of the best uh, wrestling games, period. Um, and Could have maybe improved the graphics a little bit since then, but whatever. I, you know what? I got to say, with video games these days, if it's mm-hmm. good enough, the graphics can be secondary. And True. I, to me, they're, I guess I'll be showing my age. It's a little charming. You know, it feels like it's taken graphics that we had when we were young, mm-hmm. and it's like the best they can ever be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like at the apex. Basically, like, if you were able to turn up the settings on our game, it's still the same, but everything's like the best it can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the best version of that. There's mm-hmm. no way it's worse than the older stuff. That's not they have the technology and from what i'm hearing it's less like the simulation type games which is what the 2k's are 
Mm-hmm. I just, it's, maybe it's the old, it's just too complicated. I just want the old buttons. I want mm. the SmackDown versus Raw. I want the Here Comes the Pain buttons, you know, mm-hmm. the No Mercy buttons, the fun buttons. Um, but anyway, uh, that's the uh, Double or Nothing on uh, the video game that I want to play. Side of the ridiculousness of the fact that Castagnoli does a pile driver in the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but there's got to be more selling of that. It's a pile driver, not in like the wrestling ring, which still kind of hurts, but that's like the flatbed of a truck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they kept them out long enough. They kept them out long enough to put the firework in the boot or whatever to gimmick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm on the same page with you. I, so I'm surprised they got that shoe back. There's did they? I it because he had it on dynamite. Oh, okay. They showed um, like a backstage thing because he's like, Yeah, you know, uh as you can see my foot or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, my shoe. Great punt by Claudia though. Yeah. Um Outstanioli. So obviously this was put together to be a Fun, chaotic match, not a your classic, traditional catch-as-catch-can wrestling match. It was fun for what it was. But, again, like, the purist is like, this isn't real. This is silly. Some of this is silly. Mm-hmm. So, if I just focus on it's anarchy in the arena, it's going to be a little silly. Okay. the I got to say, the the rolling belly-to-belly suplexes that Matt Jackson does, more believable going down, uh, downward on the ramp mm-hmm. than on a flat plane like the football field because he has that leverage. So oh. that's my thought. That's my thought on that. So so that gets kind of a plus, especially compared to the uh, the previous Anarchy in the Arena matches and the times that he he's done that spot. Um, maybe make it less silly and focus more on the regular non-pyrotechnic violence next time, though. Can we stop with the music? And <laughs> it, about that. was that was was the band in blackface or Blackpool Combat Face? The band, the the, the front man that got ate the super kick had a mask on. It was okay. like a solid mask. That was black. At first, I thought I thought the same thing. I'm like, "What is happening here?" And I feel I like get- the, crowd, the crowd was kind of on the same page because they didn't know what to respond, how to respond. Yeah, um, I just call it Blackpool Combat Face. You know, that's it. That's that'll just work. It. That'll work. But um, I'm not into yeah. the music for the fights, though. Like, what are we doing here? It's it's a throwback to ECW and New Jack. Which Anarchy in the Arena is in that same vein. Yeah, I guess. I don't want it. You know, let you know, New Jack is New Jack. Was New Jack. But he'll right. always be New Jack. So I'm sorry. All right. I'd say rest oh. in peace, but he, he doesn't want peace. 
No, oh, he, he's he, out there performing all sorts of violence mm -hmm. on different kinds of legends and all sorts of gimmick matches because you you know you don't take any real damage. Like right after you get reset, you know, yep. like and so you don't feel, you know. So I'm sure there's a lot of guys with their limbs, you know, they had to get reset a lot. You know, a lot of guys with like cartridges, um, sideways in their anus, you know, from the Nintendo. Uh, even whole Nintendos, like he's just, he's not the guy you want to run into, I'm assuming. So, right. Anything goes. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, next we've got the, uh, international championship, blackjack Royale double or nothing. Richard is this would be a quick double. Oh my God. Quick. A third thing. Quick double, quick double. Uh, my thing here. Again, kind of a spot fest. Bandito, you do not need to be lifting up Brian Cage in the, uh, what was it? A grill press slam. Position. I hated even that. Though, yeah, even though he, you didn't hit it. Yeah. All right, cool. But you still great. got him up there. Right. But I feel like that this isn't the, the, the time or the place or the way to showcase that. Like, if you were going to try to throw him over the top rope because that's how you eliminate your opponents, sure. But that wasn't what you tried. Not my thing. We had a bunch of uh, storylines sort of uh, a little bit progressed through this. You know, the, the Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes swerve and mogul affiliates, whatever, mogul embassy. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, you know. It was a way for Orange Cassidy to kind of retain without injuring his hand any further. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it because I'm not a fan of these things outside of Royal Rumbles. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that Jay White, he couldn't win this, you know, it's he's he's just a mid card guy. You know, I thought it was, I, I, I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dunking on him. I'm just, obviously listen, I did the bit. Remember the Braun breaker. And I was right. like, Oh, look at me giving advice. Oh, no. No, I don't know anything. I'm just saying like, you make the, the, the deal that was made. It doesn't feel as big to me. I don't feel like he's being booked in a place of strength at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, is is what I'm getting at here. I think Brian Cage needs to find Brian Cage because Brian Cage he's always socketed into a group. It seems now he's with uh, the Embassy slash Swerve Enterprises. He's he was with the uh, Team Taz, you know, and. It, Obviously, it didn't work out on his own, and I don't know what happened there. It's like the momentum didn't come. Um, so there's that. He is huge, though. He is an actual strong boy. Um, I thought it'd be neat if Ricky Starks won. Mm -hmm. Uh, that would have been interesting in that you didn't, you wouldn't expect it really, because I wasn't expecting him to win it either. 
even though when we were discussing it, we said that, and I think accurately, that the four men, Orange Cassidy, uh, Jay White, uh, Juicy Robinson, you know, and uh, Ricky Starks were going to mm-hmm. be focal points for the match. Right. We did get this wrong, however. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the Battle Royale format is a great way to get the title off of Orange Cassidy while protecting him because you could have had a couple of people uh, beat yeah, up on like, him and toss him over. This is a difficult situation to win from. Mm-hmm. This is basically a mini version of Roman Reigns one versus all Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know. And Jay White was not even in the final four. The final four was Orange Cassidy. It was Swerve Strickland. It was, I think it's Big Bill. Was he in the final four? I didn't take note of who was where. I can double. It's can okay. It and of course, Orange Cassidy. Right. Um, Orange Cassidy kicked Swerve's hand off the rope because that's all he had on it, and that was that was the end of that. Thing. Brian Cage. Yeah. I feel like anytime he's mentioned, I have to bring this up. He's thirty-nine. If you're going to pull the trigger, pull the trigger. Know what I'm saying? He's not getting any younger. He's not going to get any more agile. Do something. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Do something. It's it's hard not to take that personally. And you know what? I agree. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to have that conversation with a friend. You have to let mm-hmm. them know. Uh, yeah. Um, I really thought when he re-signed, like, there was this whole thing where we weren't even sure if he was going to go back to there. Well, technically, he signed the Ring of Honor right now. That's right. He's a champion there or something? Trios. Uh, or three, six, the six-man or three-man team, whatever they call it. This is why all the boys, all the belts, I'm sorry, all these belts, you know, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, Rampage had don't... four... Rampage this week had four title matches for three different promotions. That's all I'm going to say. You can fill in the blanks there. And those matches did nothing to elevate those championships. Right. At least to a casual like me. You know? Willow Nightingale beat Emi Sakura. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Oh, I could do without all the crazy spots. If you go over the top rope, you lose. You don't care about winning if you do it all these high rope moves, man. Mm-hmm. You got to stay grounded. I need to believe that you want to win this thing, not just to get your S in. Yeah, for, for the luchadors, it's kind of just like the only way they know how to wrestle is it's kind of the gimmick. But Yeah, right. it's just not practical for this sort of matchup, is it? You should have like one luchador, maybe a, maybe a heel. I just want like, to look at Cody while you talk. I want Cody to be here when you say these things. Because he's like, yeah, AEW, right? Yeah. What do you, they, he's like, so, what do you talk about? What do you want to talk about? AEW, right? AEW? <laughs> they should have one heel luchador just not ever go to the top rope in one of these matches. And, like, do the, 
thing. Anytime he eliminates a luchador, that just went over the top rope. For this me. should be the meme for like Cody taking advice from Marks. Hmm. But yeah, hmm. that's adorable. Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's a screen grab. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, is that right? Stardust, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I am. My father is Dusty Rhodes. So. And I ended no. racism. Did you hear? Did you did you hear about it? It was in all the papers. I did it. <laughs> we overcame because of Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes was the way. Thank you, Cody and Trish. Thank you, Cody. You know what? Thank you, Trish and Cody, because Trish goes first. Okay. She would say that. Um, and Cody's a gentleman, and he'd be like ladies first. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Ladies first? That's what I said. I said it. All right. Well, Cody said what he had to say. Yeah, this was a match, right? Yep. All right. So <laughs> That was on the buy-in. Yep, on the buy-in. Go ahead, this, Richard. This is a nothing to add. Hook and the Hardys won. The, uh, Hook made Ethan Page tap out with Red Rum after he took a twist of fate from each Hardy. By Hook or by Hardy, uh, this was for sure. And boy, what a time it was. Mm-hmm. It was the best of times. It was the party of times. Also, the Hardy of time. That's uh, nothing to add. Well, here you go, the winners. Uh, good job, guys. Yep, as expected. I want to take the time to shout out a very cantankerous JR. Uh, this will be a short little double as he creepily just I'm put on my hair. Like... <laughs> I can't take your eyes off him, by God. So. At some point during the Jericho uh, Adam Cole match, baby, the guy that's not the nipple hard man was thrown into JR's position in the announce desk, knocking over <laughs> JR's coffee. Stupid. Stupid. I'm like, oh my God. And yo, I was, all right. Inside baseball for you guys. I was watching, and I got to say, the best times I had was this man just going off script. Like, at one point, I thought he was mad at, like, a fan behind him Mm -hmm. or something. Like, he's like, I guess it was Sanjay Dutt that he was actually yelling at, but he Mm -hmm. was just, he had some moments, like... I forgot which match it was where the fire uh, was there a fire extinguisher used. There uh, was. I don't remember which like, match. Well, I, Ta- was it? Taz was, was coughing and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, because it's the first, the second time, according to Tony Schiavone, that mm-hmm. they're at ringside. Yeah. Because I, I, I like, man, this is gonna be hilarious. And boy, was it! Mm-hmm. Anytime there was a spot near the announce desk, mm-hmm. you knew about it. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. I loved that. More I of feel, that. I feel like the smart play is to not have them at ringside again, unless Jr. is not there anymore. Or coffee sippy cup. Test it out. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure. You, you have it in the off position. It's locked. It's mm-hmm. locked firmly. 
It's locked firmly, you know, and you do the do, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I would do. It's, he's been doing this for how long? And he thinks that that's not going to happen. You've been real safe up there, brother. Mm-hmm. But you're ringside now. JR, you've right been protected. Now. Been protected for too long. For too long. But yeah, with him there, no, no ringside. Because, like, for safety concerns, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this guy's been through enough already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just had to point that out. So. I really hope JR enjoys his job because if he doesn't, like, just stop already. I think that's why he's there. Mm-hmm. You know, I I hope. Because yeah. a JR without the passion is a JR that needs to relax and chill. But it's like, this is all he's known his whole life, you know? This is a double that, in every sense of the phrase. That's right, Rich. This is a double. And because this is a double, this was also double matches. It was double matches. Because Smart Mark Sterling's an idiot. He's what I meant about surrounding yourself with better people, Jade. Jade, I am telling you, as an expert basement bookers podcast co-host, you got to listen to me. These 28 subscribers don't come from nothing. They come from something. You need to ditch Smart Mark Sterling. Okay? We will do the job. Half his salary between the two of us for the first six months. And you will want to double that. You're going to want to because of the success. And that's our Garen Gash Dang T. Okay, put that on a t-shirt. So, she took the match. Because their match is about to happen, Rich. Mm-hmm. Who but the ghost of Chris Statlander? Who is from Long Island, not a uh, foreign planet anymore. You know, it could be a Clark Kent situation. Because he came from Krypton. But in his heart, he's just a he's just a farm boy from Kansas. That's his arc. I'm that's his story. I'm getting sick and tired of people not understanding. The best thing about Superman is that he's Clark Kent, a guy from Kansas. He grew up on Earth. He's got Earth values, but he may be from another world. But he's one of us now. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Jesus. All right. So I apologize for that. Statlander is from Long Island. That is her Kansas. Um, but this isn't Kansas, is it? We are not this, in Kansas. This is in Vegas. So walk us through this, Rich. How do you feel? Because you know. I feel like without any offense to Chris Statlander, I feel like there are maybe other talent that could have been the one to have gotten the win, regardless of the fact that it happened immediately after 
a match. I felt like Taya Valkyrie was worthy of beating her. Uh, Soraya when she came in. Tony Storm. But Chris Atlander has a good following. She's kind of uh, an AEW original, so I get it. Now, as far as what is next for Jade, does she begin a run for the women's world title? I think that's a great choice. 60 and 1 is still, an un- besides being an unnecessary one, it's an impressive, untouchable record. Um, yep. Now, does she get sidetracked and go for the ROH women's title or something else? No. I don't know. I hope not, but I, I think I that keep her does, yeah. in line. Keep her in line. That does irreparable damage. Because it'll change how she's seen by the fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, in, in every way, Jade Cargill made the TBS title. The first I, to hold it. She went 60-0 and 0 with it. I heard from a guy on Twitter that knew a guy that saw a website and that Statlander being injured is the reason Jade kept the belt as long as she had because she was going to drop it to Statlander at one point, but she got, but Statlander got hurt. Well, Tony Khan seems to be the type uh, that if you're in line for a title and you're going to get it and then you get hurt along the way that when you get back, you'll get it. So in a way, I appreciate that um, from from the perspective of an employee, right? Because if you're promised something and something out of your control sidetracks that for a bit, you know, if as long as you eventually absolutely will get back on onto that track, that if you, the employer then fulfills their promise, that's good on them. Uh, so with that knowledge now, then I think that's even better because it, Going 60-0 and 0 is just unprecedented. Not unprecedented with Goldberg, but modern era is impressive as hell. And that is something that Jay will absolutely be able to hang her hat on. And if, if it was only like 40-0 and 0 or 30-0 and 0 back whenever, however long ago uh, Statlander got hurt, this is good. This is good. Good for Jade. It helped make her a star. She was put in much, much higher profile scenarios uh, so early in her career. Keep in mind, she had her first match on AEW TV, period. Yes. Which, so we've literally seen every Jade Cargill match. Jade has survived Shack attacks. She has. She survived the curse of Brandy. I don't know if there's a curse of brandy, but you know, sound good. The only curse of brandy I know is alcoholism. I don't know why I did that. All right. Um, look, I wanted to say something about this, and you took it away from me, which is why you're a good co-host, and I thank you for that for saying everything. Tyo Valkyrie is responsible for this. Mm-hmm. It's not without her fault. So maybe she might want to go after Statlander 
You know, maybe she feels that Statlander capitalized off of the hard work she'd done, and she should be next for a title shot. Mm-hmm. As for Jade, couple weeks off, come back. Let's start working our way up to the women's championship. That's the move, I think. Yep. TNT championship ladder match, double or nothing. Very brief double. Very brief double. It's actually kind of just like nothing to add, but a little bit to add. Warlow, you don't need to be jumping off ladders. You're not a Hardy. You're not, you're not a Dudley. You're not Christian, thankfully. You don't need to be jumping off a ladder. Period. That's all for my double. That's actually a really good double. Um, because it brings me to the point has there ever been a time where the it's set up because Christian Cage and the dinosaur are going to have the advantage because it's Christian Cage match mm-hmm. and it's a Luchasaurus right. so not only does he have the numbers advantage he also has the tactical advantage mm-hmm. uh, Warlow hasn't done this why not have it that the one who doesn't have the experience in this match doesn't wrestle that match. And I'm not saying something dumb like, who shouldn't have wrestled. I'm saying he still does Wardlow things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He does, Like you said, he doesn't do the ladder stuff. He doesn't do that. He'll use it, but he's mm-hmm. not climbing. He's right. brute forced. He'll put you through a table. He doesn't have to go up there and do things like that. Why not have it where not only did you not have the tactical advantage because he ran right through your match type. Mm-hmm. Not only did you have the numbers advantage, he destroyed your bodyguard. Granted, he had help from a rabid Arn Anderson who mm-hmm. forgot the Glock and decided to go rabid. <laughs> I was that supposed was to believe he bit off Luchasaurus's finger. I think it'll grow back. He might be one of those more lizardy Luchasauruses, mm-hmm. uh, if I had to guess. So, in this voice, I will continue to say that Wardlow should have wrestled Wardlow way straight through. And it would have been like, wow, even with all that, Christian Cage couldn't get the job done on Wardlow. You got to look out for this guy. He dealt with a veteran in his own match type, and he had a tag team partner, technically. That's a great point. I think it would have made Wardlow look even stronger to just stick to his own strengths in Christian's world and still winning. That's right, Richard Riz. That's right. That was, those are good doubles there. All right. yeah. One fluid motion, just like the rest of them. I don't even know why I said that because it's all been smooth. You don't mm-hmm. you won't even know. Um, Chris Jericho. The homicidal. Suicidal. Genocidal. Maybe doesn't move too well. But who does at that age after all that? He, also, he's right there. He's right there. He's right there pointing up at the former 
basement champion, Rich DeRiz, over there. For some reason, his finger has destroyed his green screen. He's fine now. That was <laughs> funny. Um, double or nothing, Rich DeRiz. Double or nothing. Definite double. All right. Balls Not a big double. Court. Not a big double. So, number one, um, AEW. Figure out, is Sabu in Adam Cole's corner? Is he a special enforcer? If he's either of those, shouldn't he be at ringside for the whole damn match? Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Second of all, referee stoppage in an unsanctioned match. I, th- I think th- I th- I think this calls for. I think. You sure about that? Are you sure about that? You sure about yeah, that? dude. I think that's all I got. It was Aubrey too, right? I don't recall. I don't think so. I feel like Uh-oh. it wasn't. I think it was okay. Bryce. It might have been Bryce. Oh, maybe he should have got hit in the head with a guitar instead. I won't say no to that. No, no, no. Aubrey's tough. She can handle it. She handled it like a champ. I'm not going to take away. Oh, no, Aubrey took it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm no. I'm just saying. You know, I'm proud of it. her. I'm mm-hmm. proud of her. And I think if she wants to, definitely do it again. But that's on her. And it's her mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Good on you for acknowledging, acknowledging Aubrey, you know, being the man, so to speak, for that. That's right. We all know how tough she is. Mm-hmm. I I think I'd go far to say anything goes. She can handle it. She's proven it. Mm-hmm. Okay, chair shots, guitar shots, you know, football, hmm. you know, a real Hans Mole Man situation there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying is football in the groin. Because yep. she can handle it. Because she's tough. She's not some basement booker giving advice to Braun Breaker. Remember that? We did that here. Mm-hmm. That was in this episode, probably. So long ago. <laughs> oh, my God, it was. <laughs> All right. So, look, the right guy won. But the big minus comes. Why would you have the mixed tag match? After what's supposed to be the blow off to all of this, that too. Holy cannoli! I want to forget about it, but I can't. It's like you cut the legs right from under you. Can someone that knows how to book a wrestling promotion please give Tony Khan some advice here? So, uh, Arn or Show, Mark Henry, Dustin, y- you've done this for decades. Help him make it make sense. And I'll go as far to say that Tony Khan has made some good booking decisions. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what they are. But statistically, probability-wise, and what he has a hand in, which I would assume is most of it, 
he's had some good ideas. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think that means something. And to come this far as someone who's had no real experience, that's pretty cool. Basement book at Gmail for the game, uh, Tony. For, for if you base at um, basementbookers at gmail.com and at Rich DeRiz if you want. He's a guy that, you know, he handles all this stuff. So, you know, just get us the game. And then uh, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll stream the game. We'll stream playing the game against each go. other, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Rich DeRiz with some quick hits and bits on the Basement Bookers podcast. All right. So in addition to uh, Ty Conti or Ty Mello or Ty Guevara, uh, Alexa Bliss also announced that she is pregnant this week. Um, Congratulations. Emma revealed on Instagram that she and Riddick Moss are now engaged. Congratulations to them. And in the boo-boo room, Braun Strowman announced on Instagram yesterday that he just went C4 and C5 neck fusion surgery. Typically, the recovery time for this is roughly six months. Get well soon. And Million Dollar Man, the OG Ted DiBiase, revealed on his podcast this week that doctors say he has, quote, severe brain trauma, which is affecting his short-term memory. Basically, he can remember stuff from like 40, 50 years ago, but he has a hard time remembering things that he just experienced. So it is not Alzheimer's. It is not dementia. It is... They said it's specifically from brain damage. And he he even said he didn't even wrestle that long and he hasn't been wrestling for like 20 years. So that goes to show you how even a short career in wrestling can damage the body. So best wishes to the DiBiase family and their friends and fans. Yeah, holy ass. And that is all for the news quick hits this week. Existential crisis. I'm spiraling now after that. Mm. All because he kicked the basketball. This karma man. (laughs) It was just a show. He probably gave the kids some money. Well, Rich, I think what a long boy. Um, Thanks, everybody, for really giving any kind of thought and coming here and hanging out here, listening to these two jabronis share their opinion on what happened in some wrestling shows. Um, It means the world. Um, So the link tree's got all the links. If you want to follow on Twitter and stuff, Rich is a good follow. Um, basement bookers is there, me, you know, uh, and the channel, you'll find all the stuff. Um, basement bookers pod on Instagram. It's a, uh, look, I'm working on it. All right. I got, yeah, I got things, you know, it's just sometimes these, these, you know, they, they copyright, they, they don't let me use, I'm not good with that, but I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so, uh, um, help me. I'm drowning. And Jared's got a party message. Oh, shit. Okay. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers.